Oh, hey there. Hello. This is Justin, Flying Smitty, and Carson Wood. One Speed Wood, as, as he's known. Mm -hmm. In the MMA world. <laughs> In the MMA world, and today <laughs> we will be talking MMA and whatever random tangents we go on. So let's let's get started with the heavyweight changeup that we've got going on. Well, I mean, the story behind it like starts off with uh, Kane, who's my favorite. You just shouldn't be my favorite fighters. Like you get injured and stay injured always. I guess Dominic Cruz wasn't my favorite fighter, but Aldo, Kim Velasquez, <clears throat> and then um, yeah, so he he bows out of another title fight, and uh, then swiftly followed by Verdum. And so the big the big thing about this is is um, I don't even know how to pronounce his first name, but Miochik. Stipe. Stipe Miochik um, was called up within two weeks' notice. He fought three weeks ago. He was going to take the fight, um, which is just absurd. He probably shouldn't have done it. And then Verdum actually backed out. And one of the most interesting things about it was the fact that um, Verdum actually admitted that if Kane would have stayed in the fight, Verdum also would have stayed in the fight. That's what he said? Yeah. I didn't hear that part. No, I just, I actually read it today on, on MMA Junkie. He was like, I've got a, a problem with my back and I've got a big toe issue. And you know what? I was going to fight through it because of the history between Kane and I and because, you know, the, the money involved. But I've got these ailments and I'm not going to lose, you know, I'm 34. I'm not going to lose my legacy, you know, and, and that, that kind of money going in, you know, fighting. And he's like, and you might need to blame it on my pride. Well, the craziest thing that happened from all of this too, um, well, I mean that first off that's I didn't I didn't know about that but um uh, is all the fights that could have happened like it was kind of like about as whirlwind as it can get for MMA in a day it's like all of a sudden you have Josh Barnett being like money's right I'll do it you have John Jones being like if it's for the title I'll do it and then <laughs> Stipe is just like anybody fight me please like he's just trying to get in on it and it's just uh, this, it, if anything it just shows the lack of depth in the heavyweight division what fight would you be interested in if it was for an interim belt if it were well the main one that we saw john jones saying that he would step up and actually fight um if it were for the heavyweight interim belt but the fact is is verdum can fight you know what i mean mm -hmm. verdum could you know they could say hey alistair overham is going to come fight you in in two months because kane's still going to be out and verdum would actually jump on and actually fight you know what i mean so it has nothing to do with what fight that we would w that we think could take a, a headlining position in this, which we should probably get into as well. But it's the fact that um, that we know that the Verdum, given the fight that he actually wanted, Dos Santos, Alistair Overham, basically anyone other than Ben Rothwell, Josh Barnett, um, Stipek, uh, those people, he would have jumped right on it and actually fought. So it's kind of interesting how that works. You wonder where, like, the Frank Mears are. Like, you wonder why they didn't just have a, another headlining fight. You know what I mean? Move Johnny Hendricks up and then just throw another heavyweight fight on. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've really got to – I mean, it's funny that they're making, like, all these – they really should pair women with, with uh, the heavyweights. And that's yeah. not a slight in the women's division, right? That's the exact opposite. Like, they could carry a card if the heavyweights fall out. Um, I really think that uh, either Joanna or Holly Holmes at this point, I mean, she's not on the same level as Ronda. We know that. But she's getting there. Like, she's she's making a name for herself. And she won't ever be that transcendent, I don't think. But, um, I mean, the heavyweights just, I just don't feel like they can carry a card anymore. And I know Travis is going to, our buddy Travis is going to argue with me on that. Um, I agree with you 100%. They they can't. I mean, they don't have the names that they used to, and they, they just don't work. I mean, let's just name some off here. So Verdum, obviously, is the champion. Velasquez is out. Miokchik is number two. Overham, number three. Arlovsky, number four. And he just got knocked out, so obviously he's going to be out. I'm so upset Dos about Santos that. Santos also got knocked out, so he's done. Travis Brown could easily have stepped in because his fight was lacking. It's still in three rounds, though. I mean, he's Mark not going to do it. Frank Mir, Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson would step in too, but he already lost to Miocic. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things that it's it's crazy to me. Silva, Mitrione, the fact that Silva's even still on there, Jared Roseholt, there's nobody in the heavyweight division that you would be interested in seeing jump on and actually just take this fight. Um, John Jones is the only thing that could actually come back and, and sell this card. There's almost no fight that I'm interested in that doesn't involve John Jones. 
in that for the heavyweight title. That and, is, I mean, apart from what we can have right now. Yeah, yeah, and even just throwing two heavyweights on, which is what I was thinking about. Like, okay, cool, we need to add something onto this card. Let's do this because no one's going to buy this card. No, is it? I thought it was a free card in my head. Is I don't it not? Think it's one ninety five. No, I don't think it's, it's a free not. card because it's Ew. got it's got Ew. Johnny Johnny Hendricks and. Uh, that's fair. I mean, it, the rest of the card is decent. But it was, I mean, it's like any pay-per-view where they just throw a whole bunch of decent fights on together. And it seems like their their Fox cards in there and their other cards are actually better. Like, you know, this week's card with Ryan Bader and and um, Anthony Johnson, which is actually free. Um, so it's interesting to me that that this one would be free and then the next fight would actually, 196. So let's, let's see what we got. No, it's 196. It is 196, correct? No, yep. 196, I'm pretty sure, is Dos Anjos and they versus still, McGregor. they still have it wrong on their, their website. They've got the Verdum and Miochik Mio- here. They probably don't want to throw... Oh, they've got Verdum and Stipe in it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you've got Hendricks and Thompson, um, who are moving to the main card. You've got Noon, KJ Noons and Josh Berkman, which isn't a fight that anyone cares to see. Um, but let's see what we got here. So main card... Roy Nelson's already on it. Jared Rose Holt. Oh, so most of the other heavyweight fighters are already involved in this. Lewis Grabowski is a heavyweight fight. Um, I thought Barnett was supposed to be on this card as well, but it doesn't look like he is. Um, and so it is one of those things, you know? And so Mike Pyle, I mean, it's a, it, it, it looks like this card's pretty, pretty bad. And it's in bad shape now that that main that main fight is is off. It really what it was is Hendricks was carrying it along with Verdun and Velasquez. That's it. That I mean, really was the only one. I mean, I mean, for luckily they have the, like the the background of boxing that like you just throw the, the heavyweight title fight or a heavyweight fight and and it has like it already has more of a draw to it. But MMA is not the same. Yeah, but I mean... It's not even close to the same. You like, also got to think that Velasquez lost to Verdum. You know, Velasquez is going to come back and fight, and he's going to get his title back. Everybody loves him. I mean, that's really what is selling this entire card. I probably would have bought this card knowing that I only they've had really similar, cared to see that. They've had similar lines, though, recently where they've stacked it, right? What was yeah, the, but those are Fox cards. I mean, this, this one right here, this next week's card, Anthony Johnson, Ryan Bader, Barnett Rothwell, Safferdine Ellenberger... Ortiz Reyes, I don't know who that is. Alcantara Rivera. I mean, if you're a diehard, Northcutt's on here. I mean, this is one of those cards, Nathal versus Casey, Casares versus Fullen. So, I mean, there's a bunch of challengers that no one's ever heard of. Um, but the main three, this, you get one more big name other than Rothwell Barnett, and this could be a pay-per-view card. One more big name fight. Which one are we talking about again? Sorry. We're talking Anthony Johnson, Ryan Bader this weekend. Yeah, oh, that one's a good card. And it's free. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't argue with that. I would more, I would be more likely to throw down $50 on this fight, on this fight card, than I would have been on the Verdum Velasquez card. And especially not now. I mean, there's there's probably little to no chance that I'm going to to watch it. Um, I'm not, I mean, I'll watch it on Fight Pass or whatever else, but there's little to no chance that I'm actually going to to pay $50 to watch it. Now, if I get, you know, us and there's six of us or seven of us and it's less than $10 plus, you know, $5 plus food. Yeah, I'll watch it. But actually, no, no, there's absolutely <laughs> no. no way no, I would no. pay for this card. I mean, apart from just being like an MMA fan, I just, I can't see, I can't justify it. Like, it's just, it's not like they're not, they've I, been better. They've been better stacking the cards and making them better, but they're just not good anymore. It's not like, They've tried to add more divisions so they can spread out the content, but the <laughs> Alright, so let's let's talk what what would get you to buy this card? What fight John Jones. No, but I mean like anything. Obviously John Jones stepping in into a heavyweight and fighting CO pick, but I mean like if you could move It's unsavable if you can't do that. It's unsavable. You don't think you could get another uh another like Cerrone fight or try no. and get Mm-mm. try and get Uriah Faber versus somebody on here? Somebody, some big name. Nah, man, CM, they're gonna put CM Punk fa- make his first debut right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that's not gonna that's not gonna move the needle for me. I mean, he can, him being on any card doesn't move the needle for me. What if they me. just pay Bellator to move Ken Shamrock, Royce Gracie? Onto yeah, this I'll card. yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, I'll watch that. You'll pay fifty dollars yeah. for that. And then when I get in, 
down the line when people are like, I've been into MMA since when Hoist and Ken fought. And I'll be like, me too. <laughs> hey, me too. I won't specify which one. I won't say three. I'll just say, yeah, yeah. I was, it was a good one. I liked it. I liked when Trump won. Yeah, no, he's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. Let's, let's move right into that now. And then we'll go back to the Bader Johnson fight and, and maybe give our predictions for this fight card. But what do you honestly think about them putting together these these washed up kind of names that no one cares to see? Um, one of the things that I saw was Pat Militech, Pat Militech talked about how if they gave him enough money to come back and fight the winner of Ken Shamrock, Hoyce Gracie, that he might come out of retirement to do it. You know, what are they going to do? Like get Bass Rutten next? Like get those old, you know, iron horses of original MMA? Are they doing it for free? <laughs> yeah. No, not them. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's Bellator. Yeah, I'll watch that. I'll watch that over UFC right now. But you remember, 100%. You, you remember when we watched the KOTOR Coleman fight? Were you there mm-hmm. when we watched that? That was like the worst fight that was ever put on TV. It's free, right? No, it was a pay-per-view. No, then I won't watch that, no. No, they already did. No, I, w- I won't watch that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the, hey, Maybelline, thanks for swinging by. Um, hopefully, you're into MMA. If not, then uh, you can just sh- you can interact with us, and uh, we'll talk to you. What is MMA? That is a good question. <laughs> MMA is mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts. So what it is is it's when you actually mix things like karate and taekwondo. Um, Kempo, wrestling, boxing, Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu. You take all of those things and you actually learn all of those disciplines. And then you fight somebody else that has learned those disciplines as well um, in an eight-sided octagon. (laughs) (laughs) And so what that basically means is MMA has been around for quite a long time. Ah, in Jiu-Jitsu. Very cool. Well, maybe a black belt in what, may we ask? Black belts. You can be black belt in almost any type of fighting, right? Ah, not sure. I mean, I, there, yeah, I think you can. You can There's a, a couple belt different. Karate. You yeah. can be a black belt yeah, yeah. in jujitsu. You can be a black belt in Muay Thai. I don't think so. I don't know if they have a belt system in Muay Thai. Taekwondo, you can be a black belt. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it's very interesting. It gets us talking about what you can actually be a black belt in. Um, so, if you're in a discipline, what would you get your black belt in? Mm-hmm. Jits. Jiu-jitsu. Absolutely. It's just, I can agree with that. It's just awesome. Yeah. But the, um, the, knowing that you can defeat a man without ever having to throw a punch is pretty nice. Um, I would also like to be able to defend myself with punches if, if it came to it. Um, I just but, like the concept of it. If like the cage is taken away, the fans are taken. This kind of sounds barbaric. I get that, but I just think it's more of like a funny concept to think of, like almost morbidly. If you take everything away and it's just two gentlemen in the forest fighting, how does that end? Um, like them wrestling around like five year old kids, well, <laughs> poking each other. But I mean, like fighting, like punching. Hurt. Usually, I don't think like in that aspect you're going to try to do it to like kill the other person. You just want to. You just want to be away with, the, but, but like everything pretty much in, in jets is, it has one end. I can agree with that. And I can tell you that every, every ridiculous street brawl I was in, in junior high and high school ended up with both people winded wrestling on the ground for top position, just so they could not have to throw punches anymore because they were so tiredly exhausted by. Within, and you look like the winner at the end. Yeah. Within 15 to 20 seconds of, of, you know, the, the altercation. What's up, so, Raz? So it is one of those things. Hey, Raz, welcome. We're, we're talking MMA. Um, we are not talking Krav Maga, which we should be. There's not a whole bunch of Krav Maga people that are uh, that are in the UFC <laughs> that's and, and some, MMA. That's taking some leaps just assuming he knows Krav Maga, Justin. He's, 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 if yeah, I, I remember he's, correctly, he's, he's Israeli. Israeli but yeah, and I'm not saying that he knows it. This, this young lady that we just talked to just jumped oh, in. He, she he, didn't know what MMA was just because uh, he's Israeli. Apparently, he's a black belt in driving. <laughs> <laughs> You're also taking liberties there. We don't know that. He's currently on his cell phone <laughs> while driving. That's a good point. That's a good point. That, that might be unsafe. Don't text and drive. <laughs> Just listen if yeah. you want. You've got a company to run. What's going to happen if you can't run this company? <laughs> if you would like to write us into your will, if something should go, I'm just kidding. I drive safe, Raz. So uh, Raz here is the CEO of, of Zcast. He helped us the other day with everything. And so um, our big plan right now is to record all of this, start an MMA podcast that we can eventually archive here um, and, and get things going like that. And so 
we just figure at some point like you just got to push out just raw content and uh hopefully get it out so that's that's kind of our goal right now um we are doing some recording as well so speaking this will be of arizona ryan bader ryan bader ryan Fighting bader this weekend. Uh, this weekend is from arizona um my cousin our friend todd uh has, todd has been at uh, his gym before very good gym uh, it's actually Ryan Bader's gym, isn't it? He I, is part it, owner. It I might think. be now. I just know that he originally trained down there, and he trained with uh, uh, what is his name? I want to say Doberman, but it's not Doberman. That's his. That's his nickname. The wrestling kid that was on Ultimate Fighter. I don't know. Anyway, they were really good buddies, um, and so when they were down there, they're all from Arizona. Um, very interesting conversation, actually, from the, the kid and the fighter. They were discussing this fight and. And obviously the kid, the comedian, whatever his name is, you remember? No. Anyway, he was saying that Anthony Johnson was going to win hands down. And then Brendan Schwab came in and oh, was wait, like... Oh, is, wait, is it Brian Callen? Is that the yeah, kid? I believe yeah, so. okay. Yeah, Brian yeah, Callen, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he had Anthony Johnson hands down. And it actually took Brendan Schwab to come in and be like, I don't know. <laughs> Brian Callen, though, is hilarious. Have you ever heard him talk about... Um, I haven't seen him since Mad TV in the nineties. Oh, when I saw him, on no, that you podcast, saw him in Hangover. I don't remember that. He's he the Israeli. <laughs> Coincidentally, <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. Um, I, I, maybe I'm I'm being the racist. He may not be Israeli, but I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, I'm, I'm not absolutely sure. And so, but no, anyway, continue. He was. Oh yeah, no. So I I don't remember seeing him since Mad TV. And when I saw that, I was like, it's kind of like the dude that does the Talking Dead. Where you're like, where did this guy disappear to? He was big for a little bit. He was a comedian, and then he disappeared off the face of the earth. And apparently, he he kept enough friends around that when he needed it, he's he's on a, a sold out comedy tour right now. Apparently, and who is this? Uh, the guy that you just talked about. Oh, Brian Callen. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's super funny. He's super funny. <laughs> Focus, Carson. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, no. So I hadn't seen him. So Brendan Schwab. It's interesting because every time he tried to say something, they'd always be like, what about you? And he'd, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I trained with this guy. Or, oh, yeah, this. Um, and it was very interesting because he got into the Reebok deal and how awful it is for fighters. But that's a conversation for a whole lot of other days as things continue to go on. So back to Anthony Johnson. No, no. I, one other thing. I want to go all the way back. All I right. want to know that would you rather. Would you rather Verdum Velasquez 2 with nothing else on the card, apparently, or would you rather watch for $50 or Ken Shamrock? That's crazy. That's like, would you rather see your, your imaginary dad and my dad wrestle? He's not imaginary. He exists. Would you, would you rather have my dad find your dad and wrestle him? <laughs> <laughs> or watch Frank Shamrock and, and Hoist Gracie? I guarantee you'd rather see my dad wrestle your dad when he tracked him down. No, man. What? Nah, well, I, I mean, would that's pay completely $50 different. For that, I would pay yeah, my dad well, fifty dollars. That's different. The narrative on that's way more interesting. Him. The narrative on that's way more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like you buy into these things for the narrative. Oh, I guess that's true. The narrative on that is phenomenal. But um, <laughs> let's make that happen. Yeah, I mean, we have to find him first. My dad worked for the NSA. That's so I'm pretty a, sure yeah, anyone could find yeah. him. He, he was monitoring father. North Korea. I'm pretty sure he could yeah. find my dad. Yes. <laughs> I hope that's what he did all of that for us so that he could eventually help yeah. me out. Yep, that's actually, that's actually what it was. <laughs> oh, you're friends with that Carson kid? Okay, so maybe in that scenario. But if we're talking for Doom Velasquez 2 <laughs> on a crappy card for $50, where they're eventually going to put it on for free anyways when they're trying to hype the next terrible heavyweight fight, I would rather see Hoist Gracie, Ken Shamrock 3 where their combined age equals 100 years old. That sounds amazing. That was a, Col- that was a whole Couture Coleman, and I'm telling you, it wasn't worth paying for. I, you, we, the, in this scenario, it's free. You want to Nobody's know saying wh- pay. Let's, okay, you if you're know- putting on $50, $50, yeah, yeah I'm not going to pay for that. You want to know why I don't want to pay for either? Well, I would pay for the Verdum, Cade Velasquez, but you want to know why I don't want to pay for the one now that's lacking that? Hmm. And I don't want to pay, or I don't even want to watch Hoist Gracie, Frank Shamrock, hmm. or Ken Shamrock, because I don't even want them to think that that's worth putting on television. I don't want them to, I want them oh, but we'll watch Mitt Romney versus whoever? <laughs> Bullshit. Holyfield. Yeah, he's that's awesome. He's a saint. That's yeah, awesome. Did you see, have you seen, digressing right into this, have you seen finding a fight or picking a fight with Dana White yet? No. 
Oh, well, I'm kind of done with Dana right now. Well, he's a huge jerk at the moment. However, they bring Holyfield out to one of the fights to watch one of the local circuit fights in mm-hmm. Tennessee or wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. And Matt Sarah almost gets in a fight with one of the ring announcers. So you have this like diehard Christian and Evander Holyfield, and then you have foul mouth jerky Matt Sarah trying to fight <laughs> trying to fight the ring announcer who's rooting against Matt Sarah's guy. What's with all these like has beens that are like like Frank Trigg fighting Buffer? Uh, yeah, well, this is no, this? this is brand new though. And oh, I don't know, but why is this happening? So why the story, are they going after the, the ring story announcers? Of this, in a nutshell, is Matt Sarah's cheering on his guy who's in the ring. The ring announcers from local and apparently has had a couple of drinks and the ring announcer starts cheering for someone that's in the ring. And Matt Sarah's like, you're the ring announcer. You should stay un- impartial, which I agree with. And no, I- man, if you're the ring announcer, you can have a side. Why? You're you the have ring no, announcer. you have no influence on the outcome. As long as you're doing your job and you're announcing. Yeah, but he was running his mouth. He wait a minute, wait a minute, a wait a minute. Are we talking like Joe Bruce Rogan, Buffer. Mike? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's totally We're fine. Like Who Bruce cares? Buffer standing on the side of the ring and, and rooting for someone. No, nah, man. He, he. This is the thing. Is you know, guys, in it's like Stitch. Stitch had his favorites, right? It's Bruce. I guarantee has his favorites. They're backstage. But should they be able to sit, sit and, and yell at the ringside for who they are voting for? Why not? I, they don't influence the fight at all at that point. Because you should, even though you might be impartial outside of the ring, you should be impartial when you're representing your the UFC, your employer, or ex local fight card because they are your employer. Disagree one hundred percent. Oh man, not not at all. So let's say you're an, an announcer for a TED Talk, and you like one TED Talk speaker over another TED Talk speaker, and someone starts heckling the TED Talk speaker that you like. Are you going to start being like, hey, don't heckle that guy. Hey. That's completely different. Well, I mean, first <laughs> off, we're talking like un, uh, like a guy that you think should be unbiased. Like, in, No, that's, that's not, that's not, doesn't correlate at if all. If you represent the company, you should be unbiased for the time that you're representing the company. Nah. Nah. We, we definitely will, will not agree on that. If I was a ring announcer, there's no way I would pick sides. No, you 100% would. You'd be I would, back. To, no. I, would say, I wouldn't say a word. No, no. Man. Anytime, you... anytime my cousin fought and I was watching and some loudmouth person was behind us, it was very rarely when I yelled anything. And the only reason I didn't yell anything is because I was so jacked up on adrenaline. If I would have said something and if they would have gotten in like, my face or yelled something back, it probably would have ended up in some kind of crazy brawl and it would have been bad. So I usually just tried to keep my mouth shut. I can just imagine you as one of the – like becoming friends with them, just shooting the shit, becoming friends – and then, like, them going up against somebody else. Like, it's like Joe Rogan talking about... Uh, uh, Conor McGregor? No, about Brendan Schaub. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, you're going to make friends. Like, if think about it. Well, of we... course, and you should. Unless you're a terrible person, you should have friends all over. Like, freaking, like, Diego Sanchez, who's everyone that's like, that dude's a nut. <laughs> he, he's got people in his camp that like him, but everyone else is like, that dude is crazy. Or Rory McDonald who everyone in Canada is like, yeah, we really like that kid. And everyone else is like, that dude is weird. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. So should we go back to Anthony? Let's do it. I'm sorry. Right. I got us on a, a very long to, tangent. Yeah, do we need to go back to the tangent? No, Obviously, no, we're good. We're good. Okay. Well, let's, let's cover that one more, one more time. So I am clear. I don't like watching any of those because I know the more viewership that they have, the more likely they are to do it again. So me as a person where you say, hey, you vote with your eyes or you vote with the money that you spend. I'd rather not do that. So eventually they get the fact that I don't and millions of other people don't want that kind of stuff. Give me, I mean, again, if it's going to take in the place of a crappy UFC card, I'll promote it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Who else is on the card? Let's talk about that. Let's put card versus card. I guarantee you the rest of the card's stronger than the. Nah, it's not fair. I have no idea. Apparently, they were saying that the World Series of Fighting card last week was just awful. Just, just awful. And you know if that's coming from Ariel Ariel Hawani, who's like Mister. Hey, good things happen. Then it must be really, really bad. John Fitch fight. I assume John Fitch fought. No, since he's the only one, him and Okami fought for the ninetieth time because that's the only that's the only two people that bring money. And they just instead of actually bringing out a ring, they just bought a wrestling mat out and just laid it out, so they yeah. could just actually do what they're what they originally trained to do. They waited since for they're not going to throw money. punches anyways. I heard a pigeon and a rat fought. <laughs> <laughs> they charge fifty dollars for ringside to throw a pigeon and a rat. World Series of fighting. 
Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Have you watched the uh, Saturday Night Live yet with Ronda Rousey? I haven't. I heard it did a, a quote-unquote above average viewership. But I heard that she did awful. Apparently she didn't well, speak very much. I heard that the writers did awful. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess that's who you have to blame. But eh, Maybe. I mean, they might have got her in there being like, mm. And the perfect, the perfect example of that is Eli Manning. Eli Manning could not act, but when he was on Saturday Night Live, it was hilarious. And there's still one, there's still skits from that that go around the internet. And so, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how well that they can act. It, it does matter how well the the writing's done, and I can agree with that. Um, I don't. Maybe they got her in there though, and they're like, listen. Not only are we not going to give her very many lines, we should probably contact her agent and get her out of Roadhouse. Road get, her, get her out of <laughs> what other? What else is she doing? She's doing a number Expendables of things. Five. Get her out of Expendables Fast and Five. Furious Eight. Um, what, oh no, there's actually a big one that she's in. I think she's the star. Is it like Mrs. Marvel or some crap like that? Uh, I think she was up for that, but she didn't get it. All right, let's let's do this real quick. IMDb. We've got uh, uh, World Series of Fighting 27 that went on January 23rd. Let's read some names from this. Luis Firmino versus Carlos Fodor. They were the main card. They were the, the main. Shamil Gamzatov versus Teddy Holder. Bryce Mitchell versus Jorge Medina. I've never heard of any of these guys. going to be barn burners. Why are we going over World, World Series of Fighting just seeing who fought? Yeah, just to see if there was see if John Fitch fought, and he did not. And apparently, all of them were ended except for there was two, three fights that didn't go through, or hmm. that didn't end in stoppage. They didn't end in stoppage. So I mean, that's not bad. It's not terrible by any means. It could have been much worse. Um. Yeah. Do you not like so, stoppages or do you like do you like fights to be played out? Oh no, I'd rather have a stoppage. I'd rather have a guaranteed winner. Would like, you this is who won and this is why they won. Like TJ Dillashaw Dominic Cruz. If someone would have just finished that fight, it, there would be no controversy whatsoever. Would you prefer Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo, or Dominic Cruz, Dillashaw? <clears throat> I would prefer because of the guaranteed winner, Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo. And, yeah. I, and I know it's 15 seconds, and they're going to fight again. And I think that's partly why I say that, because I know that there will be a second fight between those two. Um, and Dillashaw, the reason I wouldn't take a Dillashaw Cruz, even though it was a decent fight, a good fight, um, the fact that it was just so questionable at the end, um, and everyone obviously picks whatever fighter they want. I wanted Cruz to win that fight, and I thought Dillashaw had won. So it's really it's, it's definitely yeah oh yeah, I thought it was three two Dillashaw. Fair enough. And I think it was just because I thought that he landed more of the he he progressed he pushed the pace well he pushed the fight and he landed harder shots. But it's like uh, it's like Faber said he every time he hit him with a big shot like he immediately came at him with three other shots like he hit he hit him with a combo that landed like all of them flush you know. No. He's fighting with pillows. What do you call it when a pillow doesn't, hits I you mean, flush? Doesn't matter. Yes, it does. I mean, because apparently so is TJ. Did you see him eat that leg kick and then get, him, get a takedown from it? Yeah. I mean, what's TJ hitting with? You know, <laughs> he's actually finished. So has Del- Dominic. Who did? How was Dominic TK? Mizugaki or uh, not Mizugaki? Uh, um, he, he he submitted that dude. No, he didn't. He punched him in the face up against the cage until the ref called it. I guess that's true. His arm did get pinned. Granted. But uh, no, yeah, he 100% finished that um, in the first round too. And then, he, for all the talk about him not being getting hit, I don't know how he gets injured in training. He hurt his foot. I, well, that that's he's he's that Austin had the same injury. He's fine. It's it's not it's next to nothing. Turf toe. He's got ring toe. Plantar fasciitis. Fasci- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. What it's it's called. just a, it's a swollen yeah plantar. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. Um, obviously it was good enough to overshadow the rest of them. I mean, you look at Eddie Alvarez, uh, Anthony Pettis. I don't want to fight to end like that. I'd rather have Eddie, Eddie Alvarez actually complete a submission. Or I I'd actually didn't get have... to watch that fight. I went through it. Oh, I had to go back it? and watch it. Um, remember the Clay Guida, Anthony Pettis fight? Mm-hmm. Just rewatch that one instead. But Clay Guida like dominated it, didn't he? Yeah. But Eddie had a split decision. Was this one worse than that one? He shouldn't have had a split decision. Um, he took him down in both rounds two and three and just 
kept him down the entire time. So it shouldn't have been a split decision. He, they should have just allowed it for him to, to have stayed down. Um, or for not sorry to stay down to have to have won. I mean, he dominated. He did not look good striking with Anthony Pettis, but as soon as he took him down, he just smothered him the rest really? of the match. Really? Hmm. I thought that Anthony Pettis had a little bit better takedown. Um, welcome, by the way, Vakovo. You, you, um, you can't have a better takedown and end up on your back the whole time. Or, uh, I didn't mean better takedown. I bet takedown defense. I thought he had better yeah, takedown yeah, yeah, defense yeah. than that. Well, um, because he he looked like he had the last couple fights. Maybe Alvarez is a better wrestler than anyone gave him credit for. Speaking, I've seen him on bully beatdown. He's pretty good. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> he wrestled those fat kids. Yeah, he did. Um, but they, uh, a lot of people made money on that fight because it was such a lopsided betting odds that a lot of people actually bet the people that I were with was with um, bet on Eddie Alvarez and they actually won. They only put down twenty, but they won forty dollars out of it and came up sixty bucks. So. Yeah, I hate, hate betting in MMA. Remember that stupid bet that I had that was the, like four person parlay. Yeah, you never well, parlay first off, though. First off. First off, you don't. You're one hundred percent. You're one hundred percent right. Two, I had Todd put it on, down for me because I was like, "This is how I feel about it." And then I got the odds back, and like I didn't even get double on a parlay. Yeah, it was ridiculous odds. And then I had it right up until the Travis Brown knockout by Arlovsky. So pissed. Darn you, crazy <sighs> Russian Arlovsky. All right, so now let's get to what we actually need to talk about, which is. Anthony Johnson, Ryan Bader. So let's start at more or less the bottom of this um, with people that we actually know. Tell me when you recognize a name. Yuri Alcantara versus... I know Yuri. Yeah. He's fighting, I think, Francisco Rivera. Give me Yuri in that one. Um, I'm taking Francisco Rivera. I think Yuri is over the hill. I think he's too old. And if I remember, Francisco Rivera is doing pretty well for himself in that division. Um, This is 145, correct? Uh, 135. Yes, 135. 135. Jimmy Rivera. I have no idea who Jimmy Rivera is, but he is 18 and 1. Um, so that's definitely not bad. Yuri Alcantara has only lost six fights. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, one of them was against Faber, and he did really well, and it came in late against him, if I remember right. Uh, he did, and he looked good, I think, in about two rounds. Um, so that was interesting. Speaking of which, the website I'm on right now, UFC 2 is coming out. To digress once again, Mike Tyson is going to be a featured fighter in the UFC game. What do you think about that? <clears throat> I like that he transitioned over MMA. Well, I like that there's like I mean he's he's at a lot of the fights. He likes it. He kind I think he just hates the boxing world, man. I was watching an interview with him yesterday, and he just he just kept trashing um, a, a boxing and stuff like that. Well, I think part of it is the the fact that I think that. He feels like the boxing world took advantage of him, which I believe that they absolutely did. Um, he definitely didn't really know what he was getting himself into when he started boxing. He was very soft-spoken. He hated doing interviews, and then they kind of forced him into the spotlight. Um, so that definitely is going to change a lot. But from what I understand, um, they actually have interviews with him where he said that if he could go back and do it differently, if the UFC and MMA would have been bigger when he was... When he was younger, he would actually have been and participated in MMA rather than just boxing. Yeah. And, I mean, Dwayne The Rock Johnson said that. I mean, there's actually several different um, big people. Kurt Angle said that, that if MMA would have been there, he wouldn't have gone to wrestling. He would have – he would – oh, I got him. He would have uh, done MMA instead. Like, it seems like a pretty regular thing, but – Well, most wrestlers say that because, I mean, it's an outlet for them. Yeah. Um, but there's where no, they... who makes more money, wrestlers or MMA? I'm guessing wrestlers do. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, that's that. That's my whole point is, like, people that have done a lot of wrestling, except for, obviously, Mike Tyson, um, their obvious outlet is MMA. They have a sport that they love that they've been doing and disciplined in for years. And before this, before MMA, there was no outlet, you know? They could go to the Worlds. They could go to – they could transition over to Greco-Roman. They could go to the Olympics, um, get some gold there. But after that – what were they going to do, you know? Who do, what do you think is more injury-prone, wrestling, professional wrestling, or MMA? Wrestling. And I think that's why a lot of them do it, or, or say that, that you know what kind of injuries you're going to get in MMA, whereas in professional wrestling, you're throwing Well, there's the no time to recover so either. If you've yeah. watched, if you've listened to anything, like, they, and that's how they get addicted to painkillers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's why even to this day, you'll even hear Brock Lesnar, I mean, even up to a couple months ago, was 
was uh, contemplating being like, uh, I might come back. Like, it's just, and he gets, I'm sure, different treatment than a lot of people now, but. You think with the PED bands and stuff, he comes back? Yeah. I mean, I know he's not coming back, but I mean, that's why I think you, you still have it going through your head every once in a while. Um, even with having like essentially no colon, yeah. <laughs> like diverticulitis lost pretty much the whole thing. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you 100% come back on that or they, they, w- I mean, as a wrestler, it's an obvious transition. It's still the same discipline. Um, and you have that outlet for a sport that you love. So we got to remember this, especially that one, because I don't know who this Rivera guy is, but I think, I think he can take Alcantara and I hope he does because we need new faces in the UFC. So I hope he wins. Uh, so we got Sage Northcutt versus Brian Bar, Barbaren, Barbarena. Barbarena. Yeah. Barbarena. Bam, bam. Brian, bam, bam, Barina. You know what's going to happen. They're feeding Sage. Yeah, of course they're feeding Sage, which is so interesting because watching picking a fight or watch, finding a fighter or whatever it is with Dana White, when they see Sage Northcutt, they just talk major crap on him. All they say is, oh, look at this kid. He looks like a surf bum. He looks like he's a model. What is he doing in the in the UFC? I'll tell you what he's doing, getting drug tested. He's like had five in like a month or something like that, like random drug tests. But you want to know why? Because he cut up. Because they know he's not on him, so the UFC is probably allowing it more – more actual drug tests that kid that kid comes from the clean days if you ask me that kid doesn't look like he was someone using steroids in high school just to be bigger you know what i mean he just cut yeah he's been a competitor for so long it is what it is and some people are just naturally built like that now if he's fighting at 185 that's a little bit different i mean he's gonna be pure muscle the kid's only how tall i don't even know how tall he is 170 pounds 72 inches so six six feet about 6'2". And he's fighting no, so at 155? At 6 feet, isn't it? Yeah. 6 feet flat? Yeah, I believe so. So these these guys are the same height. Um, this Barbarena's got a, a one-inch reach advantage, but Northcutt's got a one-inch leg advantage, which is going to be the big They're difference. doing leg advantages now? Well, no, they don't do leg advantage. They just say leg reach, oh. apparently. Well, yeah. no, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that. Well, when the kid's a, a karate, when it's the karate kid, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna start doing how it. How long his legs are? I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. No, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you're going up against somebody like John Jones, and it's like you, you yeah. can't come. In, like, even if you get inside of his arms, his legs are longer. He's gonna just straight kick you. That's exactly right. So, so obviously you've got Northcutt. Uh, what round do you think it'll end in? He's finished all of his fights up to this point, and uh, I think that's what they want. So, second. What's the other guy? What's his style? Ten and two. It doesn't. Let's see. It, I can't really see what it says here. Um, one fight night, fight of the night bonus, which means he probably won in the UFC. If he's lost in the UFC, they sh- definitely shouldn't have this. Um, striking, strike. He's a striker. Mm, so sage he, in the he's second. He's got one takedown in his career. It looks like zero submissions, zero passes, zero sweeps. Sage in the second. Sage in the second. I definitely think so. I don't think this kid's going to weather the storm. All right, Barnett Rothwell. Who who cares? Oh, man. It looks like Rothwell's still got a sweater on in this picture I'm looking at. God, give He's me Rothwell. He's got more hair on his chest and legs than he give does me, on his head. Give me Rothwell, please. Please. I don't know. Or, excuse me. Give me Barnett. I don't know why. I just don't like Rothwell. I don't. I, it's, if he ever listens, he, feels like a, he looks like a guy that would get his feelings hurt. I don't mean to hurt your feelings. <laughs> Just hate you doing the choke slam stuff. I don't know why. The old wrestler stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe he'll go into wrestling when he's done. He'll be the new giant. Go ahead. Go, ahead. go now. That's where the money is, guy. Um, I didn't like him based solely on his looks, which is completely not okay. Um, and then <laughs> what ended up happening is I ended up gaining a lot of respect for him because he continues to fight and continues to do his thing and just puts his head down and fights and, and wins. Um, do I care who wins this fight? Absolutely not. Do I I actually would rather see Rothwell win this because I think Barnett's washed up. Um, I think he was a great fighter. I think he is... Just sick of hearing Barnett say, this is in the old days. Like, yeah. stop, man. When you can mm-hmm. shoot steroids and no one tested you? Yeah. like if, if, you, if you fought in pride at any time in your life, you were juicing. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, and maybe not for strength wise, maybe just for recovery for, you know, whatever it oh, is. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I had a guy tell me the other day, like, because we were, we were discussing, like, competition and stuff like that, and he just doesn't understand steroids. And thanks, Viking. Um, feel free to, to input anything. We're here to interact, um, first and foremost. We're trying to put out our, just as much content as possible over the next little bit. Um, but we're definitely here to interact. Yeah. Uh, thanks for dropping so in. So if you've got any questions, if you listen, if you watch MMA, UFC, mixed martial arts, anything like that, if you participate, um, or if you have any questions about it at all, just let us know and we'll definitely... Uh, if I remember right, if I've seen you actually do a sports sports cast, right? Oh, here we go. Do you mean in the MMA world or do you mean in the wrestling world? He um, Viking is asking what our thoughts are on Brock Lesnar or CM Punk. Um, let's go wrestling. I don't know anything about CM Punk. Um, CM Punk came around after I stopped watching wrestling. Um, I remember just watching... for me knowing how big of a draw Lesnar. I think regardless, it's Lesnar. Yeah. Um, CM Punk has no background in MMA. That's literally what's taking him so long. Um, he's. I mean, he did have a little bit of jujitsu training. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, just as much as probably a bas- NBA basketball player or NFL guy in his off season is going and rolling around with other professional athletes, mm-hmm. or like Joe Rogan. You know, it's yeah. like it's just it's like me, like going in there. But he he has a platform where he can he can make some money off of it if he's already right. So, well, anyways, and if you have athletic ability and you're training with the best athletes in the world, you're definitely going to improve faster than a Joe Schmo. Um, do, um, did which, which person ever have a chance at MMA? Are we referring to Brock Lesnar or are we referring to CM Punk? CM Punk, Brock, um, Brock, yeah, yeah, Brock did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've been talking most of this time about the heavyweight division and how, how shallow it is. Um, Brock did ran that division for, no, nah, ran's not fair. He had like two title fights. I think that when he actually had the belt, one of them was the Cain Velasquez, obviously. He got rocked. And then, and then he tried Robert. one more Alistair over him and. So, so the hard part with Brock Lesnar is when he came in, um, he had such a great wrestling background and was such a big guy and just so athletic that he would actually just legitimately run through people in that, that heavyweight division, heavyweight being 245 pounds and up. And Brock Lesnar actually had to cut down weight to 245 pounds, which is just insane when you think about it. And so what ended up happening is he ended up winning two or three fights in a row, getting a title fight. Um, and winning, and then he ended up losing in a leg lock to a guy named Frank Mir. And so after that, he ended up coming back and just crushing Frank Mir, um, and then he started to have a lot of health issues um, with his actual internal organs, especially his. Diverticulitis, and he lost a foot of his colon. Yep, literally. So, like <clears throat> after that, he came back for one fight um, against Alistair Overeem, which is to just Goliath, and Alistair Overeem kicked him right in the stomach, um, which probably is not Wait, how did you have well. that? You had the leg lock, Frank Mir. That wasn't. It was an ankle lock, and he. Beat, but that was a that was like his first fight, though. No, he yeah, it be, was. He, no, he beat um, Tim Haig. And then he went knockout. against. And then he went up against um, Frank Mir, and then he lost. But somehow he got it. He came up against Randy Couture, right? And then when he, ankle lock was his second fight. Yep, you're right. Okay, because I was going to say. Then he came back, and it was uh, I think a title defense against Frank Mir. You have probably have it pulled up. And he actually defended it and beat the crap out of Frank. Oh, Mayer. yeah. He, he made him look like he was a uh, woodland creature. Uh, Viking says ankle lock was the second. Oh, yep. Yep, he said it right there. Duh. <laughs> That's yep. what you were reading. And so so he beat Shane Carwin. Who else did he beat? He beat he beat Shane Carwin. He beat Frank. He might have been two and five. Team, team he might have been two and five, man. He might have been coat or no three and five. No. So he beat um Hagland. Right, he go, beat Couture. He beat Frank Mir, Shane Carwin. So Four. he beat some dude in Dynamite first. Frank Mir, Heath Herring. So he lost in his very first fight to Frank Mir due to the ankle lock. He hey Brandon, beat welcome. Minso Kim, who and Dynamite, which isn't that big of a deal. Let's move past Heath Dynamite. Herring, <laughs> Randy Couture, Frank Mir, Shane Carwin, lost to Cain Velasquez, lost to Alistair Overham. So that's that. Brock Lesnar actually had a great run. He had uh, four straight wins in the UFC heavyweights against some pretty big names. Randy Couture, Frank Mir, Shane Carwin. Um, so he did great, had some health problems, had to retire, went back to wrestling. When he was in wrestling originally, I really – I didn't like him because he was the bad guy and I was still young enough to believe in, in bad guy, good guy. Um, and so CM Punk with wrestling was definitely after my day. Um, we think he's got his first fight coming up. There's actually two fighters that um, just were signed to the UFC that they're going to fight, and whoever wins that fight gets a shot at CM Punk. 
and I can't tell you exactly what their names are. Um, if you if you watch the uh, Dana White on YouTube, the the picking a fight or finding a fight episode one, um, that that introduces the kid that most likely is going to fight um, CM Punk for his first fight. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yep. Um, what were we talking about before? So I was talking about like we were talking about pride and steroids. And it was funny because I was I was talking to my friend about just steroid use in sports in general, and he just doesn't understand why you do it. It's all about the competition, and and uh, he doesn't like any time that the the ends justify the means. He's not for that at all. And I was just like, well, I mean, it happens in sports regardless. And then he was uh, talking about like it's just cleaner. Like if you have if you have these uh, promotions for. Um, Esports, which he's really into, he's like mm-hmm. the Japanese are just a different mindset, man. They just they don't cheat. And I was like, excuse. I was like, well, no, well, they test for most of that stuff and like uh, beta what blockers. Them, that's what hey, a lot of them you get, stopped. That. That's what a lot of them get pinged for. <laughs> we have that's, a clown that just walked in. Yeah, uh, that's clown the, shoes. Our MMA they? clown, which will be a constant here. Yeah, uh, it's a thing. Good old Rod. <laughs> um, here, let me see that. Just leave it here. So he doesn't bite it. We're going to put it there so we yeah. can try and jump on the table. Yeah, you can do whatever he wants. All right, so anyway. But, um, yeah, so they do use beta blockers and things like that. The like kid they... playing esports doesn't think people should be on steroids. <laughs> he doesn't think that any cheating should be done is what he was saying. Well, yeah. So, and uh, for me, it's a, just a, it's a definition of what cheating is. Um, but anyways, the and <laughs> the funny thing is, was, is. though, is he was like, Japanese culture, man, no cheating. It's just different. And I was like, What? He's like, do you know what pride fighting is? <laughs> like, you know. All that it was was steroids. It was you, you couldn't play your fight music until somebody came out with steroids. Yeah, no, or it was injected with steroids. Well, and I think part of that, a lot of that, has to do with um, them wanting to, them seeing the United States a certain way, and them wanting those fighters to to represent the United States exactly how Japan thought the United States was, which was just these ridiculously huge. Um, mammoth of men that were above and beyond and then they wanted to see the japanese win but at the same time the japanese aren't good at mma aren't good at mma no have you have you seen did you watch that um smashing machine yeah yes i did how'd you feel about it i really liked it 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 was interesting to me that they actually pulled him aside the camera crew pulled him aside and was like when he's in the hospital the people that were talking to him and like hey man we're really worried about you i thought it was his family those guys were from the camera crew Really? And the camera Yeah, crew, I thought they were their friends, man. Yeah, no, the camera crew was actually sitting the camera crew was actually sitting down with him and, and telling him that they were worried about the lifestyle that he was living. And so you know it's bad when the people that are supposed to be unbiased making money are just, on you, you know, like from you, like, Oh man, like th- this there's an issue. So Um no, I really liked it because I thought it was kinda I like I didn't know that, that footage existed, you know, and, and mm-hmm. the fact that it was just raw and kinda shows you like what they go through. And that's kind of, I think, what you're looking at with um, with professional wrestling, where the uh, there's not a lot of regulation that goes on with it, and you're doing it so often, like they would do so many fights in a weekend, you don't have any way to get rid of that pain, but you need to go out and fight again mm-hmm. if you're going to win that circuit. It's like it's like NFL players back in the 80s when mm-hmm. they were all addicted to something because mm-hmm. they had to play. They only had five years, and mm-hmm. they could do whatever it took to get that five years in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely crazy. All right. So last thing we'll talk about real quick for the next little bit, Anthony Johnson, Ryan Bader. Who do you got? Um, Okay. Who do you got to win the fight? And then if you've got money to put down, who would you put money down on? uh, Barring Anthony Johnson coming in at the appropriate weight, (laughs) Anthony Johnson. And how do you think he wins? Do you think he knocks Knocks him out? Knocks him out, yeah. I think that's the only way he beats Bader. I think if it gets into the deeper rounds, which I think Bader will do fine, and Anthony Johnson won't. The longer, the, the longer that Bader's in this fight, the bigger, the bigger opportunity he has. Mm-hmm. It, um, if he can get out of the second round, if he gets out of the second round, he's got the fight. I agree to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I would even say too deep into the second round would would. Uh... Would kind of be would spell trouble for for Rumble. And the hard part about Rumble is, and one of the things they were talking about, you know, Brendan Schwab said was he he lacks heart. And obviously, I've never fought, and I don't know. And I think Brendan Schwab is would understand, but I think he's also there's been times where he's been broken, and you can see it in his face. Um, 
against certain people, Anthony Johnson just looks like he's done. I mean, everything in his face just when he bought Cormier, he did. He just looked like he was. Done. You said that, and I almost called bullshit on it. Like I was, but then you were right, man. <laughs> like you, you were one hundred percent right. I don't know if you remember that, but like, because you were like, he's just done. I'm like, no, man. And then he just came out the next round, and was, I think it was like the second round, and it was just, it was. Like sometimes you can just see the exhaustion and exasperation in someone's face. Talking about Brock Lesnar again. Well, and that, and that wasn't even exhaustion. That was just you, because that was the first round, and it was like, man, that was really like hard to take him down. And that's our whole game plan. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to lay on him for this whole round and get him tired, and he got up immediately. You know. It wasn't even like I feel like exhaustion in that one, but Anthony, I think the same thing. If he feels like he can't get hands on you all of a sudden, then he's he's just. That's the other fight we talked about, Vitor Belfort. In the Vitor Belfort fight, when he lost, obviously Vitor Belfort being on steroids, about ninety percent sure, um, or testosterone therapy, which he was probably had an exemption for at that time. Well, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He. They talk about he looks like he had given up. Jo- Josh Koscheck as well. Josh Koscheck out wrestled him. Most of these people that beat him didn't beat him swinging. They beat him with wrestling. Mm-hmm. Daniel Cormier beat him with wrestling. Ryan Bader, if he plays his cards right and doesn't rush in to get a takedown like he might do, he's got a really, really good chance of grinding out a win. And I think that's exactly what happens. I think he. He gets I think his top, first instinct, though, is to go it. out and swing, and I think that spells danger for nope. him. If I, if you learn anything from fighters like Eddie Alvarez, which, you know, look at every fight he ever had in Bellator, that's what he would do. And then when he got into the UFC, he couldn't do that any longer. What, swing? Well, he could, but he he had... But think about, it, like, how did... Better boxers. What was the what was Bader's last loss? Bader's last loss was two years ago. It was Tito, wasn't it? Uh, it and granted, he was co- submitted, but he was knocked out first. He lost to John Jones before John Jones got the title fight, and that's why I think they don't want to give him the title I'm fight. I'm pretty sure it was Tito. I know that he got choked out by Tito Ortiz. But so, that was from a knockout originally. Like, yeah, he was yeah, not, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, a, uh, Glovier Teixeira, he lost to Glovier Teixeira, and I think that's what got Teixeira his, his title fight. Lost to Leoto Machida, um, and then Jones. Uh, sorry, Ortiz and then Jones. So he so he lost to Jones. He beat everybody, lost to Jones, lost to Ortiz right in a row, beat Jason Brills, who disappeared off the face of the earth, beat Rampage Jackson, lost to Leota Machida, and that was a knockout. Vladimir Matashenko, he also beat Glavier Teixeira, I think was a decision. Nope, first round TKO. The only chance he's really got is for a first round or beginning of the second round TKO. If he doesn't get... He didn't re- really beat any... Any strikers though, except for Rashad is is say, kind of a striker. Pru, but I didn't it was, say Pru's a striker. But like Rashad was was the, looked awful. He built he beat Phil Davis. And if you look at his look at this split decision and it I mean But look at this. He's not a striker. Look at this. Anthony Parosh per, decision. Rafael Cavalcante decision. OSP decision. Phil Davis split decision. Rashad Evans decision. He's not striking anymore. Just like Brendan Schwab, after he got knocked out so many times, he went out and he, he played to his strengths, which was wrestling. That's exactly what he's doing. He's not going to come out and he's not going to swing with Anthony Johnson. If he does, Anthony Johnson is going to knock him out in the first round. And that's, if, what, I, depend, that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, depending on plus minus, if, if Anthony Johnson's a, a hard favorite, a high favorite, I would bet on Ryan Bader. I would even almost recommend if you are going to bet on Bader. I don't know what the payout looks like if you call the round and the the decision, but I would almost say take it to decision for yeah. Bader. Like I think, I don't know if they make you call the round. Well, I think no, you I can can't make really, more. Right? So usually with bets, you can bet on everything. So you mm-hmm. can bet on winner and you can bet on which round. And if you get both of those, you make more. And usually, I would what go you out. Do- and, I, if, the bet that I would make, depending on what the numbers look like, even I think that Johnson would win. But the bet that I would make, kind of like the Eddie Alvarez thing. I would put I wouldn't even do that uh Ryan Bader's gonna win. I would do Ryan Bader in five. I can agree with that. Is it gonna be a five round main event? I would guess it is going to be. Um I mean his his uh fight with Saint Pru was um The only reason I the don't think was... the only reason I think they might not have is because it's a fight night. So they might not have done it just based on timing. His Saint Pru was. It was a fight night. 
that they headlined. Huh. So I think so, yeah. I think Fox that, main card, make your picks. How do you feel about that, by the way, the five rounders? I think it's a great idea. I hate it. Nope. Because that's not how you get there, you know? It'd be like if you go to the Super Bowl and it's like, now we're going to play eight quarters. But think about how many fights do you watch and you're like, I wonder what would have happened if there was two more rounds. But they can't put everything into the first two rounds. But they wouldn't have anyway. They absolutely would have. Ah, uh, no. Yeah, they would have. Mo- I, you have Anderson Silva coming out and filling out or Jose Aldo coming out and filling they're gonna out. They're going to do that anyway. they got to set their range, which is all the first round. I don't know, man. Second round, they're coasting through to make sure that they can... Oh, how, when have you game. ever seen Phil, Silva not fight it for a championship to get a fill out? I mean, it's been years, right? Like, Wait, which Silva? Anderson. Not do what? Oh, for a fill out round? Yeah. No, he almost never did. Because, I mean... And that's the thing, is I think you have to pace yourself just in case it is going to go the distance. Like... So, and you end up getting tired anyways, so the last rounds are kind of shitty anyways. Usually if it gets to the fifth round, it's either one, both fighters are, are super tired or one fighter is going to just dominate. And like Ren, Henderson Hennen, versus Hennen Burrell versus Shogun Hua. Shaw, Henderson versus Hua. Where they just like literally laid on each yeah, other and they're like. And just bled all over each other. Yeah. And then just like patted them on the face. Like I can understand. Yeah, I can understand that. Um. Matt Brown, Damian Maya to, to finish off. They announced that fight. I like it. I, I think Damian Maya's on a tear right now. I think he's going to... Do you think Matt Brown can get him off his back to actually fight him? No. No. So it's going to be it's going to be a dude that just holds people... people that, uh, it's going to be a guy that plays backpack that's going to get a title fight? Yep. And he's going to backpack his I don't know if he's going to get a title, pipe, fight, title fight, but he's on a, he he's on a tear it. right now. Like His it, fights are boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been getting better at striking, though. I mean, he's not going to strike with Matt Brown. No, he's not going to strike with anybody in the top three. No way. Jimmy Hendrix or uh, Johnny Hendricks? No. Nope. Uh, the guy that's the actual champion, uh, Rory McDonald, he's not going to strike with. He's not going to. Robbie Lawler, he's not going to strike with Robbie Lawler. Or Condit. Or, or did you say Condit? Or Condit. I didn't say Condit yet. I said uh, McDonald. Um, no, I mean, and, and that's he should. Right, that's, that's not his. That's the right. Yeah, because... That's not... And he shouldn't. That's not his style. No. Yeah. And I can agree with that. But the fact is, is I, there's not going to be anything that infuriates ridiculous UFC fans more than a person winning the belt by riding someone's back the entire time. Just like the dude that just won tough, the ultimate fighter. All he did is just hang out on the dude's back. And everyone was just irritated. Nobody wanted to see it. And the fact is, is... People that actually enjoy fighting and that kind of thing, I, I mean, I can completely understand. They they watch just for the pure sport. But I wouldn't necessarily want to see somebody win based on the fact that they just hung onto somebody's back and they won a belt because of it. Um, I'm kind of, I go back and forth on that one. Because, um, I, I mean, I like seeing submissions a lot. And if you can't, if... If you've got to kind of change a fighter like Damian Maya, then why do we even have ground game? Because he is the epitome in MMA for ground game. I think Damian Maya would have gotten the way of John Fitch if he would have lost a fight. If he would have lost what fight? Any fight. I think if Damian Maya lost a fight, they would have, they would have cut him. But he's not going to. And he's smart. He's fighting for his contract. Mm-hmm. If he if he were to lose, he'd go the way John Fitch. You should know Kami. He's just a hardened individual. Like he's just you he's look part at of him. The Brazilian and he's just, secret police, man. You have oh, to, was yeah. he? Yeah, I didn't know that. I just he mean still is. I just meant like you just you know that he's seen some wars, even just in in jits. Like he's got that like Dan Henderson face where they've been on a mat their whole life, just getting like rubbed in the ground, like been in multiple. Like it's oh, just yeah. he's got that face, man. Apparently, he's supposed to be a really good dude. Like in real life, he's supposed to be super nice. But yeah, he's part of the Brazilian secret kinda, police. Yeah. I think still. He's been around for metamorphosis and jits and everything. Hey, one head GM, what's going on? We're just talking MMA. Um, we're probably going to finish up within the next five ten minutes. So if you got any questions for us, uh, please let us know. But yeah, I mean, I like Damian Maya. I would like to. I don't know if I would like to see him win in that way, but I think I'm glad that he's winning, and I'm glad that he's winning his way. I mean, that's the whole point of MMA is to to prove which discipline is better. You know, that's where it started. And if you can win with your discipline that you're the best at, definitely. Well, MMA goes in waves. I mean, it's and it's going to continue to go in waves. It's going to be 
it, it, it you have a new technique come out and then and it's like because if you remember there was a little bit where it was only submissions yeah. and fighters could not stop the takedown and then all of a sudden it flopped and people were getting knocked out left and right i mean you still have your decisions obviously um but and it eventually like it's going to come back and it's going to be it's going to be submissions again and takedowns and ground and pound and stuff like that it's like hoisting his gi you remember? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was using his gi to tap people out, and people had no idea what to do about it because they mm-hmm. never. The wrestlers, they would take him down, and they would get tapped out by his gi because they he would get him caught. I mean, it's absolutely insane the how far MMA has come in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. It's probably out of any sport that's that's been to where it's been, it's come the farthest in the shortest amount of time, and. It's crazy to think where MMA will be in the next five to ten years with the amount of training that people are getting. I mean, there's videos of young kids that are are getting trained just to to strike. I watched one today that that one hit MMA posted, and these kids, their striking is insane, and these kids are three years old. They throw in right-left jabs, and then they're head kicks and all kinds of crazy stuff. It's absolutely insane what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, did you see the one with the, the two little Asian kids where one's holding the mitts and the other one's doing um, back hills and stuff like that? Uh-uh. It's beautiful, dude. It's so funny. Um, just kind of like it's it's way funny going at it. Super crazy. Kevin, um, are you an MMA fan or you just stopping by uh, checking out like different different casts, just kind of filling it out for yourself? Um, we're going to try to be doing this pretty frequently if you are. Um, we're also probably going to talk different topics uh here and there throughout different weeks we're trying to figure out how to do different recordings and stuff like that but talk some current events talk current events well let's do it right now real quick to end this out i let's mean talk we're, we're, we're about an hour but let's talk uh bob and the world being flat <laughs> what do you think about that and neil degrasse tyson calling him out on twitter i have i, I mean, dabble in in uh in in, in, in many theory. many of things one of my favorite among them is i'm always like listening to conspiracy theories the flat earth one I love, but I don't really get. The other one that I'm not too sure about is... Now, are we talking completely flat, or are we talking like flat with a little bubble in the middle? No, no, they would say flat. Like, their their whole thing is that is is that the horizon doesn't curve. Um, and uh, there's different... There's different um, prevailing thoughts on how that actually lays out. If we're on, like, a flat plane, and then there's, like, a bubble around our earth i don't know if you call it an earth in that i mean obviously it's flat earth but then um stipe is a replacement we talked about this a little bit before not to say that we won't answer that um we i am excited for stipe i like stipe we were talking about it we're not really excited about pretty much any other fight in the heavyweight division that can be made except in my opinion at least unless john jones can be in it let's talk the important part kevin um stipe's actually not going to be fighting either because Verdum actually backed out as well. He might still. I mean, he's didn't he send a tweet out like trying to call people out? Oh, he's still out? trying to get a fight, but as a replacement, as a, as a headliner, absolutely not. No matter who they throw in there, no one really cares. Um, and it's it's a lose-lose for him. Verdum, um, within the last little bit, has also backed out, saying that he has a back and a toe issue. Um, apologizing, but, yep. No, he just dropped out as well. If you get on, like, MMA Junkie, um, sure dog would probably have it. But he he said that he was going to back out. Uh, well, not back out. He said he had a back issue and a toe issue. And if it came down to it, that he would have actually got and continued the fight. Um, if it came down to Cain Velasquez, he was going to fight anyway. Um, but he says that he doesn't want his pride to ruin his career by keeping him in a fight and fighting injured. So he also backed out against I mean, Stipe. And to be fair, like I don't like it. Like I want to see him fight. But to be fair, he's already been dropped by the UFC for a string of bad performances and kind of trying to be like a company guy and take fights and stuff like that in a very weak division. I can't believe they still cut he him. He got cut after he lost to Dos Santos. Yeah. Who went undefeated so, until he, he beat Kane and then lost to Kane. I mean, so to, to be fair to him, um, I mean, it's not a bad move. Why be a company guy and go out and fight from a company that cut you before and you had to go fight Fedor to finally get like a little bit of shine and come back in and, and now you're the champion, you know? And you're going to get less and less company men until you finally get a union. And when they union unionize, it's going to change a whole lot. Something's got to happen. People are going to start leaving in droves. Ben Henderson, uh, Matt Mitrione, uh, Brendan Shaw. Alistair Overeem's Alistair Overeem. Too, but who knows if he goes. 
I mean, why not? I mean, because there's no competition anywhere else. So he doesn't care about competition. He cares about money. Uh, it, but do they have money other places? Look at the the card that the WSF. Who was it? it was Tim WSOF. Kennedy, right? That said in a strike force fight, he made more than all of the Reebok paid out in one card to everybody. Ouch. That's what he said. I don't know if that's true. Well, he must. Uh, it must be true because he went to TV. He's a special forces guy, and he's doing his own television show on Discovery now. Did you see all that drama for him too? The ISIS was looking for him. Yeah, he was on Alex Jones. Yeah, well, he was on Alex Jones. Yeah, he was. That's he crazy. actually in studio, and and he was just like, "Oh, these guys are cowards. They only go after women and children." And like, I guess from what he said, I don't know if I'm understanding this correctly, but he says he gets threats all the time. But the one that this was different is the geolocation the FBI actually tracked it down to was closer. And it was like a beheading or something like that. And it was actually in the United States. And so they were like, no, you should really take this one seriously. And he's like, I'm armed. My house is reinforced. I mean, obviously, you know where to find me. He's like, you ever seen that movie with Mark Wahlberg, The Shooter? (laughs) That's basically. Or what's the one with uh, the British guy that is uh, Homeland? Homeland? Never seen Homeland. Homefront? It's with... Uh, Home Friends of Video it's, Game. It's with Snatch. Snatch guy. I mean, I can't think of his name uh, right now. Transporter? Yeah. Transporter 1? Uh, Transporter 2? No, no, none of these. This is your <laughs> Drive? All... Drive 1? <laughs> Drive 2? I'm going to figure this out. This uh, is going to piss me period. off. Seven. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You know, you know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. Jason Statham. Thank you. Why can you just say that? I forget, because it. I was too busy naming all of the other things that he was in. Yeah. Like Transporter. Uh, one. Damn it. Transported two. <laughs> Transported three. All the other barn burners. What was he in when they come to his house? No, I have no Go idea. Go to hell. I'm Expendables finding out. Expendables one. Expendables two. Homefront. Expendables three. I was right. Homefront. Oh, um, Didn't you say it was a video game? It's also a movie. It is a video game. Uh, no, it was um, uh, Olympus Has Fallen. No, it was London Has Fallen. <laughs> no, it was White House Down. White House Down. <laughs> Black Hawk Down. Yeah, no. Kevin's going to leave because you are being annoying. We're, me and Kevin are trying to get down to brass tacks yeah, on this, on and you're ruining Statham. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, eventually we're going to load this entire episode up um, to probably Buzzsprout. So what I'll do is I'll uh, try and find you over there on Twitter um, and, and tweet it out to you so you can go listen to it and tell all your friends how hilarious we are, which is totally not true. Listen, and on top of that, one of the my main focuses is um, I kind of want to be doing like community building and things like that while Zcast is is kind of like new and starting out. Um, so if we want to set up something, if you want to send us like a DM on Twitter where like you're a guest and and call in and chat with us, if you want to get a podcast going and get started, um, I mean it's I don't know if you've worked or have you done that on the app yet at all. It's super simple. Um, it's as simple as us just at your name and then you get a push notification so if that's something you're interested in i'm capital w we're going through one computer that's why it's not sh- actually showing me like talking and then flying smitty is justin we've tricked the program to let yeah. us start our podcast we have one person who's plugged into a mixer call in and it allows one listener to be there and for so we can podcast and then we record it on audacity and so it works out pretty well yeah and i mean if that's something you're interested in um, I mean, we, we'd like to talk to you that way. It's not just uh, messages back and forth. I understand you're, you're probably a busy guy as well, but, uh, um, we're always looking for new voices, new topics. And with that, let's, let's bring this home. So we got Anthony Johnson that you're going with. I'm going with Ryan Bader, both going with Sage Norcutt. You're going to Yuri Alcantara. I'm going with Rivera. And so with that, we will end this podcast for the first time. And we will be back next week. Um, follow, of course, Flying Smitty, capital underscore W, 24. You should probably change that to something more simple. I mean, you already have two Twitter accounts as is. I didn't even know I had the other one until, like, Todd was, like, sending me stuff on it. <laughs> and we will be naming this MMA podcast very soon um, and loading it up on, on, on Twitter as well as getting it over on Buzzsprout and everything else.